would not be without shelter. Father God, you said you would get the glory out of your children. We don't actually do it for our sake, Father God. We actually do it for your name's sake. Father God, unless they say you brought us out of Egypt and let us die in this worldly wilderness. We thank you, Father God, for being a strong tower. We ask you to continue to be a battle axe in the time of the battle. We understand, oh Father God, that the battle is not ours, but it is yours, oh God. We actually fight our battle for us. You said you would raise the standard against the enemy when he comes in and on us like a flood. Father God, our enemies and the circumstances and situations have surrounded us and it seeks to divide your people's flesh. So we ask, oh God, that you be a strong tower right now. Raise the standard right now. Fight the battle, oh Father God. Oh, Father God, right now, while you're fighting our battle, give us the, the faith and the hope and keep our eyes on you so we can stand still and watch your salvation. Father God, have your way right now. Father God, we, we know that we're living in the last and in evil days right now. Wars and, and rumors of wars right now. Pestilence and news of things, oh, Father God. Families against family, mothers against daughters, daughters, sons against fathers. Father God, we ask right now that you touch our minds. Give us a mind which is in Christ Jesus right now, in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said that in the last day, even the elect will be deceived. Father God, let us not be deceived. Help us to hold on to your unchanging hand. Help us to keep our minds stayed on you. Even when it don't look like we're to come through. Father God, help us to trust you when we can't even trace you. Father God, sometimes we don't know which way to turn it. We just want to turn, throw the towel in. But Father God, we know that you have done it for us in the past. You've never failed us. Father God, we ask you just allow us right now to hold on to your changing hand. And when we get weak, oh Father God, when we get weak and can't hold on to it any longer, we ask that you hold on to us. Hold on to us, Father God. Make us, give us faith and peace that surpasses all understanding. Even though the storms of life are raging around us, oh Father God. Fix it, Jesus, like you said you would. Father God, right now, there's something that I didn't say. In this, in this, in this prayer. There's something God didn't mention in this prayer. We ask to allow your Holy Spirit to make intercession for us. And other utterance that we don't know utter, oh Father God. So that Father God will be more victorious in this time. Bless your people, oh Father God. Oh Father God, give us a spirit of thankfulness in the midst of our mess. Help us to be thankful to you and no matter what we're going through. Father God, because we know when the praises go up, thank the blessings will come down. We thank you and we claim the victory right now. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And all who love the Lord say amen. 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 amen.
Shine your light at all times. 
You never know who you are leading out of the dark. Amen. We now turn it back into the hands of the pastor. God be glorious. So good to see so many in the sanctuary this morning. Continue to uh, govern yourselves according to all the nonsense, nonsense has been rested eloquently to your to your hearing. Amen. Amen. We have a lot of activities going on. Let's avail ourselves to it. Don't let your mind get too idle. The devil likes an idle mind. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff going on with the church and the church is involved in that you know we can be about God's business and learn from it in the midst of it. Amen? Yes. Amen. Especially for tomorrow day. That's gonna be a grand time because I know they're gonna have to see somebody new to use All right. I know they will. Amen. I'll be right on to make sure I hear it too. Amen? Amen. Amen. Continue to do what we pray for. Continue to do that, and God will work everything out to our good. Continue to stay faithful. Amen. Amen. You gotta stay faithful so we uh, become can so we can become fruitful. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> it's offering time. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, "Bring your to the storehouse, so that it be meat in my house." And prove me not, child, I see. Don't I open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you are unable to receive? Amen. 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 You know what God asks us to do? God wants uh, a cheerful giver. Amen. Let's do it cheerfully. Because if you give it uncheerfully, the only thing it's going to do is help our bottom line, but it won't do you any good. God wants you to give it cheerfully. Amen. Amen. And it's biblical. God said he'll rebuke the vow for your sake. You see, the work all things together for your good. So we don't need to make sure we're obedient in doing that. Let me bless this offering in advance. Oh, Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity to give back to you that which you give to us. Father God, we realize and we are mature enough to know and we understand there's a blessing. There's a, be there's a blessing in obedience. We thank you right now for the opportunity to be obedient to you. Father God, bless that which your people are going to bring to you. Father God, bless it sevenfold. And we turn it back to your people, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Let us often be used for the betterment and upbuilding of your kingdom. When given days are over down here, send us a place. Anyway, your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all the love of the Lord say, Amen. 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 Churches, stand up as we go come from the back and give. Oh! 
forget to say that. But I usually, even when I don't say that, in the events, I usually like to say something to the members here. Because when I see you, uh, I want to say I'm glad to see that CJ's in service this morning. It's always good when we see our young people in, in the service. Amen? Amen. 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 I, I, I'm not going to say nothing to my grandson. He knows I'm glad he's here. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Because Brother Houston, it's always good to see men in the church, Brother Hudson. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad to see Brother Houston sitting in the back door there. He ain't just sitting back there because he don't want to come in front. He's sitting back there because he's watching the back door. Amen. And that's what men are to take control of the house. Amen. I thank God for him. I thank God for Usher. I thank God for our deacons and deaconess, everyone. And I first say, Jenkins, I thank God for you. I thank God for our video recorded voice that we got over there in the corner to the feet of the young head. She ain't doing herself real good here. We're gonna be, we gotta find some good to do for her deacon. Cause what do you think? Oh. Or is she, is she just or she just repaying all the, for how bad she's <laughs> It's a blessing in us coming together. Yes, I know we, yes. we, we, we have got techno savvy since COVID and we do those, we can do those things. But it's something when the Bible, the Bible tells us do not forsake assembling ourselves together. It's, it's, it's something about that. And if we, we, we learn from it, we, from our fellowship, we get together, we encourage one another. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I, I encourage anyone who has not come back into any sanctuary since COVID, they need to at least try to try to do it, get, get back in here, because we are actually going everywhere else. Amen? Amen. 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 Jesus, come and give us our prayer of consecration. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, I'm explaining joyful, glad to be in the house of the Lord once again. And we come together transparent before you because we know that you're well aware of everything and we don't have to inform you of anything. But we acknowledge that we know that where we are is because of the grace and the mercy that has been extended to us. And we want to acknowledge forever the great sacrifice uh, where you stood in the gap at Calvary. Because no one else was even eligible to stand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for not leaving us headed to destruction. Thank you that even before we fail, that you had a plan of salvation. Because you knew us. Thank you for electing us. Thank you for adopting us. And thank you, oh God, for allowing us to come together on this precious day. 
And we ask that you would prepare our hearts and our minds to hear your word, not to go in the one ear and come out the other. Thank you, Lord. But to hear your word in a positive sense, to hear and adhere to your divine word. As the shepherd that you have stationed here, proclaim your word. Help him continue to speak boldly your word with power and persuasiveness that only you can give. And if there be anyone among us that uh, does not know you in the pardon of their sin, we pray that the word would not just fall on deaf ears, but he or she will come and acknowledge you as the Christ. And help all of us to grow in you as we receive your word. Bless us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh. Uh -huh. 
understand God understands some of you have been standing a while now. If you're unable to stand, God understands. You can sit down. But if you're able and still physically understand, I want you to turn in your Bibles with all of you to the book of Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2. Shine a spotlight spotlight on Daniel chapter 2, verses 17 to 23. Verse 17 to 23. And then verse 27 to 28. Daniel chapter 2, verse 17 through 23. And then 27 and 28. Commencing in verse 17. Then Daniel went to his house. And made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changeth the times and the seasons. He removed kings and set it up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealed the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. I thank thee and praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might, and has made known unto me now what we desire of thee. But thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Verse 27, verse 28. Then Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king had demanded cannot the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers show unto the king? But there is a God in heaven, have mercy, that revealeth secrets and make it known to the king, to the king Nebuchadnezzar, what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream and the visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. I'd like to just talk to you this morning for a short while on when hell breaks loose. Wow. When hell breaks loose. Right. You take a seat in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. When hell breaks loose. Thank you, Lord. Brothers and sisters, in order to appreciate and understand what God is revealing in chapter 2 of the book of Daniel, we have to go back to what took place 
and chapter 1. In chapter 1, Daniel and his three friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azari, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, had been stripped of their ancestral heritage, robbed of their history and their backgrounds. And even their names had been changed. They were forced to acculturate into Babylonian society. They had to learn a new language. They had to learn a new culture. And King Nebuchadnezzar had decided that they should be invited to sit at meat at the king's table. Are y'all still with me? All right. And Daniel and the three Hebrew boys decided that they would not defile themselves by sitting at Nebuchadnezzar's table. And they ate vegetables and drank water for 10 days. And after 10 days, they were fatter and fairer than all the councils of Babylon. Because they took a risk and God was by their side. Whenever you risk it all for our God, God is sure to stand by your side. Whenever you declare that you will not compromise, God will reward your integrity. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, along with Daniel, after 10 days, are fatter and fairer than all the men of Babylon. And they came there as slaves. But now they are elevated to the position of prime ministers. They are now governors in Nebuchadnezzar's Babylon. But then in chapter 2, hell breaks loose. Their position of prominence and prestige is now being threatened. Everything that they have refused to compromise about is about to be pulled from underneath them. Are y'all with me? All right. Here's the story. Nebuchadnezzar has a dream. He calls to the astrologers, his magicians, all the Chaldeans and the soothsayers, all the wise men in his kingdom. He calls them into counsel, counsel with himself. Because he wants them to give them the give him the interpretation of his dream. Nebuchadnezzar says to these astrologers, wise men, and magicians, I need you to interpret my dream. And they said to him, King, tell us what your dream is, and we will be able to give you the interpretation. Then Nebuchadnezzar says, I need the interpretation of the dream without you telling, without telling you what my dream is. Because if you are wise men, astrologers, and magicians, you should know the dream before I tell you what it is. And they said to him, King, no man can know what you are trying to ask us. No man can know the interpretation of the dream unless you first tell us what the dream is. Nebuchadnezzar said, then what am I paying you for? 
What are you doing up close on me? And you don't know what it is that your king is dreaming. Nebuchadnezzar signs a decree that all of the magicians, wise men, astrologers, Chaldeans, every wise person in Babylon should be put to death. And that included Daniel. Because the Bible says Daniel was ten times wiser than them all. And so the same captain of Nebuchadnezzar's host who preserved Daniel with vegetables and water goes to Daniel with a decree signed by Nebuchadnezzar himself that Daniel, who is ten times wiser than all the everybody else in Babylon, in the kingdom, along with the magicians, astrologers, and Chaldeans, Daniel also will be put to death. Stay with me, y'all. Mm -hmm. He's been elevated to prime minister. And hell breaks loose. Yeah. He's been given position and prestige. And hell breaks loose. Life is going smoothly, Brother Hudson. Then hell breaks loose. Everything is coming up roses. Then hell breaks loose. Everything is working out in his favor. And then hell breaks loose. Somebody here should be able to testify when we respond that life starts going our way. Finally, then hell breaks loose. A parent is sick, and you have to take care of them for years. Have I got a witness here? You work on your job for 35 years, and now you're laid off. Hell breaks loose. You plan your retirement, and now you have to take care of your grandchildren. You plan for life to work a certain way, and then hell breaks loose. You're looking for this, and God sends that. Even though you love God, even though you come to church, even though you read the Bible, just because you are a Christian does not mean that hell will not break loose in your life. You have to be awfully immature to think that every day is going to be a good day. Somebody ought to help me testify. Some days are better than other days. Some days, if it isn't one thing, it's another thing. Especially when you get over 50. Can I get a witness here? All right. One day, Brother Hudson, your right shoulder may be hurting. But Brother Dr. Diggy Cook, and you get that straight. Then the next day, it'll be your left shoulder. If it ain't your left shoulder, it might be your knee. Two weeks later, it might be your back. If it ain't one thing, it's another. There's always something to deal with. All you got to do is wake up in the morning. Because when you serve God, it does not mean that hell will not break loose in your life. Are y'all with me? Here's Daniel in a position of prominence and prestige. Now the man who saved him, giving him vegetables and water, comes to him with a written decree. <clears throat> that if he cannot give the king not only the interpretation but what the dream is, he's going to die. The Bible in Daniel teaches us. The Bible and Daniel teaches us how to respond when hell breaks loose in our lives. 
up at the bottom of a bottle, y'all. Marijuana is not going to do it for you. Drugs and alcohol won't fix it for you. Sometimes your problems, your trouble with your children or in your family or with yourself will get so bad that you got to get down on your knees and say, God, God, I can't fix this. God, I don't know what to do about this. I tried. I tried counseling. I tried sending them to school. I tried everything. I know how to do. I need you. If you got to use me, use me, God. But you have got to fix this for me. And so here it is in the first response. Here it is in the first response. Deacon Cook, that Daniel gives us what to do when hell breaks loose. Daniel goes to find Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he says to them, whatever y'all doing, y'all need to stop it right now. I need y'all to help me pray. First thing, when hell breaks loose in your life, pray. That sounds simple, Dr. Jenkins. That sounds submarine and trite. But when you can't handle the situation, if prayer is not the first thing you think about, it need to be the next thing you think about. You need to know how to pray. Yeah, y'all get quiet. That's all right. I talk to myself. We are so self-absorbed. We are so techno-savvy, Warren, that we know how to look for answers online. We don't need God. I mean, we are so into this stuff that we don't even bring a Bible to church no more. No, we don't. We got our iPads, our tablets, and our phone. And while I'm preaching, you're searching the net. And I don't have to, I don't have, I don't have anything against that. I'm techno too. I really don't have any problem with you. But when I look around the congregation, just about everybody's face is lit up and it's not from the Holy Ghost. All right. It's from your reflection from your smartphone or your iPad. But I suggest you get off of Facebook and come come into the church, because some people don't come to church, they're so techno. Get off of Facebook and get in the book. Because there are some answers you can't find online. There are some answers you can't find at Wikipedia. We need to get you, we need to get like three or four praying saints. I told y'all I was gonna go there, y'all was in there Sunday school. We need to get like three or four praying saints and somebody to know how to call on the name of the Lord. I don't get these people, Sister Furl, I don't get these people who are members of a church and don't want nobody to know what they're going through. I don't understand that. I know you can't tell anybody, but you ought to have somebody, some true, true saints, got to be some real saints, and you ought to go to them, you ought to share what you're going through. If you have trouble in your family, you got some problems personally, and you don't know want anybody in your business, when I'm sick, listen to this, y'all, I'm telling y'all right now, when I'm sick, or when I'm in distress, I want everybody who knows how to pray to call my name before the Lord. When I'm in trouble, I want everybody who knows how to pray to pray. I want some saints to call my name before the Lord because the real God will show up. Yes, he will. He will show up. If a real saint, Sister Philia, is calling on his name, God hears and answers the prayers of his children. Somebody here needs to help me testify. Y'all need to help me testify. If you pray and pray right.
prayer. I need somebody here who's had a prayer answer to help me testify that if you trust and never doubt, he'll surely bring you out. I need somebody who knows how to pray. I'm not talking about now I lay me down to sleep. And I pray the Lord my soul will keep. I'm not talking about that deacon girl. I'm talking about when your soul is in trouble. Father, I stretch. Talk back to me, deacon fellow. I'm my hands to thee. No other help. I know. I know. I can't handle it. But you can, God. The medical centers got doctors. Uh, uh, Dr. Jenkins, but God's got the power. Yes. Doctors and pharmacies have medicine, but God has the power. There's power in prayer. The effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous availed too much. Y'all ain't feeling me. I wish I had some Bible readers up there. Daniel said, My brothers, my brothers, you have a vested interest in this prayer. Because if I don't get an answer, all of us will be killed. And the Bible says, <coughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego prayed for Daniel. Because Daniel was given by God the ability to interpret visions. But he could not interpret the dream unless he knew what the dream was. And God gave the answer, watch now, God gave the answer after his friends Prayed. And when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got off their knees, Daniel had the answer, the interpretation, and the dream. I'm still in the book. And now there's the second response to that. When hell breaks loose, after you pray, do what Daniel did. Daniel gave God a praise. He gave God a praise. Somebody should shout with me right here. After God answers your prayer, don't act like you made it because you went to college. Don't act like you made it through because you're so smart. When God answers your prayer, you should come back to where you got the answer and give God some praise. Can you hear me? I got another problem. I got another problem, Lady Jesus. I got a problem with people who don't know how to give God some praise. Now you listen to me. You can't worship God. I, I see some people are going to answer for everything. I'm, I'm, I'm praising God. Can't you see him being quiet and giving God a praise? You can worship God quietly, but you can't praise God quietly. Yes, yes. Because if the Lord has been good to you, God is worth more than you not in your head. If God has been made a way out of no way for you. You should do more than just clap your hands. If God has opened the door for you, if God has come to your rescue, if God has given you a job that you was not qualified for, if God has made a way out of no way, if God got your child out of drugs, if God brought your child out of jail, don't come to church, sit down with your mouth closed, you ought to be shouting. I'm about to shout again. I know I've been by myself. I'm excited because praise, I've told you. Listen to this, listen to this. Praise, Brother Hudson. Praise, I've told you. Praise is the rent you pay. Yeah. Y'all with me? On blessings that you already living in. Wow. 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 
Did you get that? Praise is the rent you pay for blessings that you already enjoy. And somebody in this church is behind on your rent payment. God woke you up this morning and you haven't said thank you yet. You're behind on your rent payment. God put food on your table this week and you haven't given him a praise yet. You're behind. You're in the errors actually in your rent payment. Now would be a good time for you to catch up on your rent payment. He's been good to you catch up on your rent payment. He's been good to you catch up on your rent He gave you a car to drive. Catch up on your rent payment. He's giving you friends and family that loves you catch up on your rent payment. He's giving you health and strength catch up on your rent payment. He's giving you your right mind catch up on your rent payment. Some of y'all still got your mother and your father living. You ought to catch up on your rent payment. Oh, brothers and sisters, oh. the reason the older I get, the louder I just want to praise God. The longer I live, the longer I live, the more I just want to praise God. The more He blessed me, the more I want to shout and give Him praise. Every time He wakes me up, I want to tell Him thank you for what you already done. And if He hasn't done anything else, He's already done enough. Are y'all hearing me? If he doesn't done anything else, he's done he's done more than enough for me to run all over this church right now. Somebody here can help me testify. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, I didn't make it because I went to college. I didn't make it because I came from a good family. I, I, sh I should be in jail right now. Some of us should be in jail right now. But God's grace is so amazing. Listen, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to let you dictate to me how I should praise God. Yeah. Because this God been so good to me. If you really came to praise God, you got to watch what section of the church, Lady Jenkins, you sit in at the church. Because not everybody came to church since the field of praise and worship. Somebody came to church to criticize. Somebody is talking about, about it and saying that it don't take all of that. Speak for yourself. It don't take all of that for you. So you can sit there and be quiet as you want, but you aren't going to stop us. Because we woke up this morning. But our mind stayed on Jesus. I came here with the express purpose to holler and give God some praise. Now that upsets you. You need to go and attend a church somewhere. You need to find another church. We go to New Jerusalem because God has been good to us. If you are under the sound of my voice, you have my permission right now to get up out of that dead church wherever y'all at and join a church who knows how to give God some praise. That's right. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mind. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear and be glad. Oh, magnify. Y'all are hearing me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. Here it is. Here it is, Dr. Jenkins. Oh, taste. 